Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. of the V-Down. Of course, I am your host, as always, Michael V. And before we get started with today's special guest, we're going to talk a little bit about the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. If you're one to own your life today but can't quite financially afford it, go to focusforwardyoga.com today, get the details on how to take part in the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. Or if you just want to go to donate to the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund, do the same thing, go to focusforwardyoga.com today. Or you can go to our website, thebdown.com, and go to our products page, where 75% of our of the net proceeds of the products bought on that page will go to the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. Uh, just a quick note, uh, today I found out that somebody I used to work with, who was also uh, one of my bosses when I worked in the prison system for Kansas, passed away. So today's episode is going to be dedicated to uh, Captain William Titsworth. He's also an Army vet. Uh we miss you, Bill. Uh, it was great having you here while we had you. <clears throat> so we're going to move on to today's guest. We have Rev Kev, Kevin Tankersley, on the show with us today. How are you doing, Kev? Doing good. How are you doing? I am doing great. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, now, you're kind of on uh, a reboot of DDP Yoga, but tell us uh, how you where you were at and how you first got started in DDP yoga? Okay. Uh, um, 2010, I was 22 years old, was having chest pains, uh, bad knees, shortness of breath. I was trying all kinds of over-the-counter medications, uh, thinking my cholesterol was bad and everything. Um, and I was, you know, being a minister, I was praying for some help. And I was also a big wrestling fan, so there was a wrestling event in Atlanta that came up called Promo Last Events. Uh, there's going to have several wrestlers there, uh, Chief J. Strongbow being one. Uh, but one that really caught my eye was Diamond Dallas Page, uh, who was a big big star that I, I enjoyed watching when I was 10, 11-year-old in WCW. And 
I went there to meet him, but I'd got a VIP package, which included a uh, workout for with him. Uh, at that time, it was known as YRG. Um, and I went and listened to his inspiration meets perspiration um, speech. And I listened to him. He introduced Arthur and everything. You know, it was really getting to me. Like, this is something pretty cool. Uh, at the same time, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work out. I've tried all this different stuff, and it just ain't working. Um, my VIP package included a raffle ticket. So when I left that, left right before they started the workout, they they drew a number, and it was the ticket I had. And what I received was a DDP uh, action figure that inscribed on it was "Do your YRG workout or else." And he ins- he inscribes that on a lot of stuff that he does, but that day, you know, it was the first time I ever saw it, and I, I took that as a sign and an answer to my prayers that, you know, that's what I needed to do. So two days later, I ordered the program, and within four months, I'd lost 107 pounds, uh, was on top of the world, and that's where I got to that point that I thought, well, I can go back and I can... I can go back and eat the way I was, uh, as long as I just, you know, keep with the workouts. I can just eat the way I was. Well, I was I was doing really good with the workouts, but you know, still going back to eating all the uh, pizza and fast food and and overeating like I was before. And my weight slowly gained back up on me. Um, I went to the first retreat uh, in 2011, and at that time I was. 212 pounds. Um, I went from 305 to 167, back up to 212. And me and uh, Dallas talked down there and, uh, at the retreat, and a lot of the things he said, you know, made some sense. I came back from the retreat, and I'm, I was down to 202. And I, I was back on fire, ready to go at it again, and got down to 197. And two weeks after the retreat, I get the news that my grandmother had passed away. Uh, my grandma, grandmother was a big supporter of mine. Uh, always encouraged me, and we were really close from the time I was born to the time she passed away. So I took it pretty hard. Um, this was a couple weeks before I was due to start training to be a police officer. Uh, so that, you know, with all that stress and everything, and um, going through school to be a police officer and being uh being a newlywed and trying to support my wife too. It was just a lot of stress. Um April Fool's Day out of all all days I found out I was gonna be a father. Uh, so there was more stress. And July, you know, I'm trying to get a police job. I struggled for over a year to get a police job and uh July I was like, I gotta do something. I I know where I'm where I'm at. This time I'm two sixty and I start back, and I get down to 208. I'm doing really good. I go for an interview uh, for a law enforcement agency down here where I live. And then I receive an email that says, we can no longer consider you for employment. So I took it. I took that pretty hard, too. Um, I was a fast food uh, employee making minimum wage. Here I am. I'm married, uh, expecting a kid. I'm still living with my parents. It's just a lot of stress, you know, um, trying to uh, support a family. And 
and then to get that news and so I just skyrocketed to three forty two until I was told that my blood pressure was so high that, you know, I could be I could be dying and that's that's really what kick started this comeback trail uh for good this time, you know, looking at my family knowing that I'm I might not be around for them if I continue the way I was. And then that's where I'm at today. Uh, now, uh, how many how how long have you been on this comeback trail that you've been doing? I started the comeback trail in December 2014. Um, I tried to start it back last July when I was 342. And I, I lost a little bit of weight, but my mind and my heart just wasn't in it fully. Um, at the end of November, beginning of December, is when they told me my blood pressure was that high, and that's what really, really booted the uh, comeback trail. Now, uh, where are you at right now as far as uh, getting back to where you were wanting to be? All right, I'm 256 today. My goal is 185, um, so I'm down officially... Uh, a little over 80 pounds. Okay, and uh, just recently you also went to the workshop in uh, LaSalle, Illinois, right? I did. And DDP pulled you up on stage? Yeah, he did. How how, how was that? That was nerve-wracking, a, a <laughs> shocker. It, it was, um, you know, it was heartfelt, uh, Man, the man knows how to make a big man cry. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what did uh, I mean? I I saw I've seen the video myself, but for those who haven't, uh, you know what was DDP telling everybody when he had you up there? He was uh, he told them my story about how I went from three hundred five to one sixty seven, and you know for me being a big person, how going back to eating. Them the gluten and the dairy and you know that's just an option that I chose to take but it worked for me and it works for several people but how I went back to eating that and just letting life fall man and I got back at 342 and that how I've got back on this comeback trail and at that time I was 259 you know they were just using me as an example you know for people that and then the hardest thing to do is to keep the weight off uh, once you get there. Um, so I believe he's just using me as an example, um, you know, to inspire other people. Now, how does that feel with uh, Diamond Dallas Page? You know, he's the top of the DDP yoga food chain. I mean, he picked you to be the example of basically never giving up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never giving yeah, up on his big thing. So how does that feel for him to set you up there in front of all these people, 100-plus people, to be that example? You know, for the last two and a half years, you know, I've I've been to wrestling shows and everything. He's uh, He showed up, but I've I've hid. I, I was at WrestleMania last week, at the, or not last week, but last year, um, where he was at the autograph signing. And they had him and uh, Trish Stratus together and I really wanted Trish Stratus's autograph but I didn't go up there because he was there with her mm-hmm. so you know I, I felt like a failure and I felt ashamed and he told me a million times that 
I wasn't letting him down, that I was letting myself down. He told me that several times, but, you know, you just get to that point, you know, you, you just feel like an embarrassment and a failure to the program that you just hide. So, you know, for him to call me up there and, uh, you know, recognize me really made me, you know, really brought more respect for him and, you know, showed his respect for me. And um, that was a big encouragement, too, as well. Now, you said you felt like an embarrassment and failure to the program. And you're not I, – I know you're not the only person that's ever been part of this program, lost a bunch of weight and then gained – whether it be some way or all the way back or a good part of it. Uh, I myself am there right now. I'm trying to do my own comeback trail, uh, gain probably about 15, 20 pounds back myself. Uh, being where you are now, uh, you know, 100-some days into coming back, uh, do you still feel like you're a failure? And if not, what would you tell people uh, who are in that place where that you know they felt like they're uh ashamed or a failure to the program. But I don't I don't feel like a failure anymore. Um I am setting goals each and every day and when I accomplish them I I put them up there on Facebook and on Team DDP Yoga and I, I use it as encouragement. Um several people um Dylan uh, was one that felt like a failure. I talked to him several times when you know, he was down and about, and I mean, you're going to feel like a failure, uh, but it's really just your your mind. Your mind's a powerful tool. Um, it can control everything. Um, if you if you start believing that you're a failure, like I did, if you start believing that you can't do anything, you start believing that it's too hard, and you keep telling yourself that, then you're going to believe that, and that's just the way you're going to be. Um, yeah, I think that. Being, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. Go oh, ahead. you're fine. Go ahead. Well, I was just um, going to say that that kind of goes in line with uh, what Dallas always says: whether you believe that you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been. So, you know, he. So uh, is that kind of the mindset that you know after you got your blood pressure reading and. You say, "Hey, I I have to do this again." You know, kind of keep you back in the rear end and got you going on this comeback trail. Uh, did you just mm-hmm. kind of put your mindset into that that I can and can't? It just goes out the window. You know, the comeback trail wasn't originally uh, scheduled to be a comeback trail. Uh, I did it the first day. And I did that turned into two. You know, that turned into four, and I just kept going and then. I say about that second week's when they're really, you know, I've got to get this done. Uh, my body, my body's sore from yesterday, but I've, you know, I, I've got, I've got to do something. I'm, I'm seeing results. Um, you know, by this time, I've, uh, a lot of people's picked up. Um, uh, Rob Francois, a good friend of mine now, he was one that picked up. Matt Cotillo, uh, you know, David Orr, they picked up and they were liking and they were commenting on these uh these videos and these pictures I was putting up and eventually I you know I started you know adding days to it uh day 1 day 2 mm-hmm. and you know that's really what fueled it was 
you know, that accountability factor. Yeah, I know. I saw a lot of your pictures and videos you were posting. You know, at this, when I first saw them, I didn't know that, you know, you've been in the program for a while and, you know, that this was, I hadn't realized at that time this was your comeback trail. I was like, man, this guy's just killing it. DDP needs to get a hold of this guy. He's just killing it. He's rocking it out. And and you have it. Uh, You've been doing awesome. It's, I mean, even if this was your first time, uh, it would be awesome. But, I mean, to me, one of the hard things, like I said, I'm kind of going through it now myself, is once you find that success and then you let yourself slide off, to me, it's even harder to pick yourself back up and do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've, uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, that that mindset is the really powerful thing that, that sets in, you know, for two and a half years, I believed that I would, I would do this comeback trip. You know, my mind, I'd be, I'd go all day and I'd be hungry and, I drive. I say I'm not going to eat fast food. I'm not going to eat fast food. But then I keep driving by fast food, and eventually I give in and I go to fast food. And I, you know, I eat, I eat two or three hamburgers, you know, large fries. I drink the uh, endless uh, soda refills. You know, that was just my mindset. And then after I was done, I was so ashamed of myself. But the next day, I repeated it. Um, once I got that in my mind that I wasn't going to do that anymore. I was, I was going to stay focused. I was going to eat healthier. I was going to do my DDP yoga workouts. Once I get that mindset, you know it. You know during that time it didn't matter how many people talked to me. Dallas, Doug, Stephan, he tried to talk to me. Sparky tried to talk to me. Uh, several people, you know, from when I started trying to talk to me, and, you know, it went through one ear and out the other because I just didn't believe anymore. But once I believed in myself and believed that I could do this, you know, that's when the comeback trail really, really took off. Now, to me, diet is one of the hardest things to do. Like, uh, we've had Arthur Borman on the show before, and one thing that he said was, uh, you know, food isn't like, food addiction is not like alcohol or drugs. Not saying that those are easy things to kick because I mean the words work. Many examples of people who have a dang difficult time to kick it, but any addiction is tough. But the thing about food that Arthur pointed out is you have to have food to live. You don't have to have alcohol to live. You don't have to have drugs to live, but you do mm-hmm. have to have food. So, you know, it makes it that much tougher, especially like you said when there's so many choices around that really most of them aren't good choices. Uh, do you find that uh, has kind of been uh, one of the more difficult aspects of it? Uh, you know, like you said, the fast food and the sodas. I've been, uh, you know, I've been soda free uh, since July when I originally tried to do the comeback trail. Um, it was really hard the first month or two, uh, but once I got it out of my mind, you know, you know, I, I don't really think about it anymore. Um, every now and then I'll get that, I'll get that feeling that I want some fast food or anything, something like that. And 
I try to find options in places like that. It's not the best food, uh, but if I want to go to a restaurant with my wife or anything like that, you know, I just try to find options that are gluten-free, dairy-free, um, that kind of kill that kill that craving. Um, you know, every now and then I'll have a I'll have a a meal where I've cheated a little bit. I, I won't feel great the next day, but it kind of helps me stay focused. Um, it's something I didn't do the first time, and that's really just. It's really been a driving force and a focus there to help me stay focused. So, you know, I can drive by fast food places now and not give it a second thought uh, because I've went so long without eating it. Yeah, I think, you know, that is one of the keys is, you know, you do it long enough and then you don't even think about it. Uh, Now, one of my problems has been I go so long without it and think, you know what, once won't, once won't hurt me, so I do it once, and then once becomes twice, and so on and so forth. Have you ever ran into issues like that? Yeah, yeah, I've done that, uh, you know, where I've cheated, and then, uh, yeah, I've, jelly beans is uh, something I really like to eat. So if I go get jelly beans this day, I'll want them the next day, I'll want them the next day. Uh, but it's just that mindset you got to tell yourself, no, I can't. Um, I try I try to have a, a cheat meal, not a cheat day. I don't cheat all day long, but I try to have a, you know, a cheat at least twice a month to keep me motivated. It, it's slowed the process down a little bit, but it's helped me not fall off track this time. Another thing I've noticed that you post on Facebook, are you starting the certification program now? I am. I'm actually 65 hours into the training part. I've not done the teaching part yet, but uh, I've actually started it from about two or three months ago. And what made you make that decision to become a certified level one instructor? Uh, when the first go around, uh, when I'd lost all the weight, I was actually in the process of um, trying to get certified and then uh, once I got off track, you know, I just put it to the side. A uh, couple months into the comeback trail, I was I was already doing double black diamond and extreme workouts and not modifying at all, and I, I felt great. And I said, now's the time to, you know, really, while I'm doing my comeback trail, you know, uh, do the certification too to, you know, to add it in to my comeback trail. Do you- have like an estimated time that you're shooting for to get your certification complete or is it you're just going along and it comes when it comes? Uh, I'd like to, uh, I'll be going to the retreat in October, so I would like to, uh, you know, be certified by then. That's the goal that I'm shooting for. You know, if I get there, great. If not, you know, great too. I'll eventually get there, but right now my goal is to get certified by October. Now, what, another thing you said is, you know, you've been setting goals for yourself. Uh, what what goals are do you currently have that you're trying to achieve? I obviously certification is one of them, but do you have other goals that you're trying to hit right now? Yeah, I set you know I set goals. Uh, something I've never done is hold the black crow for a minute. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I held it for like 57 seconds. Um, <laughs> oh man! So, 
So a goal of mine, you know, is to hold it for a minute. I didn't even do that whenever I was 167. Uh, again, that's the mindset. You, I believe I can hold it for a minute, and I'm going to hold it for a minute eventually. Um, but another goal I'm working on is the forearm handstand. You know, just small things, uh, you know, certain things I've never actually accomplished. Uh, I just want to accomplish, like, the handstand and the, the one-minute black crow. Yeah, and I I think that's definitely important to set goals. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard Rick Colster or talked to him at all. One of the things he also talks about is goal getting, not just goal setting, but what can I do to get these goals? And it certainly sounds like uh, you're doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no getting around it. You're, you're being a very inspiring person by making this comeback trail that you're doing. Uh, is there any advice that you could give to anybody out there uh, that may be in a similar situation? You know, just take it one day at a time. Um, you know, Dallas says it several times that it's, you know, it's not a race, it's a marathon. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, I'm still I'm still overweight, but I'm not as overweight as I was. Um, I'm still a good ways from my 185 go, um, but I'll eventually get there. It might be two or three more months. It might be a year from now. It might be two years from now. Um, you know, just take it one day at a time. Um, one thing I try to refrain from is weighing every day. Um, you know, the numbers on the scale is going to discourage you. Um, measurements is what really plays a factor in me. I'm wearing medium shirts now. Um, three months ago, I was wearing a 2X shirt. Um, and now I'm wearing uh, 38, 36 pants, uh, where I was wearing 46s and 44s. Uh, it didn't happen over di- overnight. Uh, so you just take it one day at a time. Um, and, you know, I can't stress it enough, and I wish I'd done it the first day of my comeback trail was... Um, take the six pictures. I didn't take them until two weeks afterwards, but take those six pictures. You don't have to put them on the internet. You don't have to put them on Team DDP Yoga or anything like that. Just keep them for yourself because that's a that's just a reminder um, to you, a memorial to you. I've still got the uh, pants that I wore on the first day of my first first go around with DDP Yoga that I, I use them as a, an example uh, where I was and, you know, where I don't want to go back um, each and every day. All right. Well, that's great stuff, Kevin. And uh, certainly it's true information, and if you're listening, you need to take it to heart. Uh, don't feel like a failure. Just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again, just like Kevin's doing. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for coming on the show. It's been really great having you. I appreciate you having me. Um, you know, any any words of advice or inspiration that I can share, you know, I'm happy to do that anytime. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Been great having you. I appreciate it. All right. And that was Rev Kev, Kevin Tankersley. You can find him on the DDPO groups and see what he's doing, rocking it out, kicking ass, taking names, and inspiring others so we're going to wrap up the show for today we're going to talk 
little bit about next week's show. We have former NFL Pro Bowl running back Thomas Jones on the show. So, no, it's not a DDP yoga show, but it should be great all the same. Uh, one thing I forgot about when uh, I was writing the show up for Thomas is I, I remembered he was with the Bears, but I forgot the Bears went to the Super Bowl. Hey, not only did they go to the Super Bowl, they didn't win, but Thomas Jones had a heck of a game had 112 yards rushing and 7.5 yards carry, but Bears only rushed for 15 yards carry. Maybe they maybe they gave him ball a little bit. They would have won. Who knows? So come on, check us out next week. Thanks for joining us this week in catching RevCab. Catch Thomas Jones next week, former NFL All-Pro running back, played for uh, – he was number seven overall draft pick of the Arizona Cardinals. In 2007, he played for Tampa Bay, then he played for Chicago. Uh, then he went to the New York Jets, where he became pro running back and finished his career in Kansas City. That's all we have for today. Thanks for joining the show. We'll catch you next time. And get down on the V-Dam. Another episode of the V-Down. Tune in next Tuesday, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and get down on the V-Down. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.